Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Yeah. Thanks for listening to the AZ Wildcats podcast. I'm your host, Mike Luke. All right, now go ahead and check out. We all got all kinds of good PHNX merchandise coming out uh, right now. You can get uh, it's a uh, we've got a clearance sale coming on. Check it out again. All kinds of good stuff. Uh, PHNX is having 30% off uh, every uh, every sale for the uh, Monday through Wednesday. Head over to phnxlocker.com to check out the merch and discount is automatically applied at checkout. All right, a man that needs no introduction, but we'll give him one anyway. The great Jason Shear. Hello, Shear. How are you doing? Splendid, Michael. Thank you. All right, now. The Arizona fan base cracks me up. I'm part of the Arizona fan base, um, obviously. But um, after Washington State, and uh, our good friend Tony Jamino, who you actually like, made this point as well. He okay. said, every fan says you can't lose this game. You can't lose that game. And it happens. You look around college basketball, it happens. Arizona lost that game against Washington State. But guess what? Every other team has losses like that as well. Arizona bounced back in a big way against Washington. These losses happen. Arizona has six losses. There are now three teams, I believe, maybe four. Yes, four power six teams with less losses. That's it. Right. I mean, so it's it's like, what it is. Oh, yeah, by the way, Kilroy, by the way, Kilroy, you owe me a, a free night of drinks at uh, Bob Dobbs. Matt Mulebox said Mini Mamba multiple times. Okay, but anyways. um, <laughs> But yeah, I mean, on a serious note, when people say you can't have a loss like that, I, I feel like we're almost kind of living in a, a bubble because every other team has losses like that. And what's that stat you just threw out there, Sheer? There's only, uh, I mean, I would have to count. Like, I, I don't want to be, so Houston, Purdue, and UConn have three losses. And South Carolina has five. So there's four teams, uh, power six teams, power five teams, whatever you want to call it, that have less losses than Arizona. That's it. And South Carolina sucks. Right, exactly. So I, I don't really quite I don't really quite get that. But again, there are some uh, there are some concerns, obviously, and those concerns are um, but we're gonna focus on some of the positives here. Keyshawn Johnson, listen, um, everybody I think has been talking about the X factor, this and that. You know, is it Kylan? Is it Pella? I think we've actually had this one wrong a little bit. Uh, we'll get to Kylan in a second. Um, obviously, 
uh, had some stuff happen in that game. But Keyshaw Johnson, to me, is the X factor for this team. When Keyshaw Johnson comes out and plays the way that he did, when he's energy, when he's blocking shots, when he's finishing in transition, dude, this is a different team. And he's got an upside that we've seen, and that's why I want to see more of it, Sheer. Keyshot against Washington was everything you want from Keyshot. That was that was the perfect key shot. He's running up and down the court. He's dunking. He's blocking shots. He's not and against Washington State early in the game. I, I didn't think he was good. He was shooting fadeaway jumpers. And it's like, I get you came here to be, you know, more uh more of an offensive player. That's great. That ain't your ticket uh, to the NBA, bro. Right. But like, and you can still get points the way you did against Washington. He finished with more points. So when he plays like that, he is really, really good. And my guess is. That's more of the key shot we see during the tournament. Yeah, and that's hopefully that was if anything came out of that game. Hopefully, it's kind of a reckoning that um, that that's that Keyshaw John that that Keyshaw Johnson can do that. And I've been saying this all season. Listen, a guy like Caleb Love, um, he's going to have good games, going to have bad games. That's just the way that he plays. You can't force the ball into the hole. But with um, with Keyshaw, when you're an energy, when you're a strength. When you're an athletic person, that's where uh, that's where it's at. Uh, you know, that's what I don't get, Sheer. Yeah, I mean, Keyshawn, like you said, like Caleb Love is is very – it's a skill thing, right? Like he's going to create his own shot, go to the rim and all. Keyshawn doesn't necessarily have that skill base. But if he plays with a ton of energy, he's going to, to be successful. It's just that, you know, he, you need to kind of find that, that balance. And it's – again, like I – because of Keyshawn's, Keyshawn's experience and all that, my guess is we see that energy in the NCAA tournament. Like, we've seen that teams pick it up, and the veterans always play hard and all that. Like, I don't worry about Caleb Love. I don't really worry about Keyshawn Johnson. But during the regular season, like now, it, it, it's frustrating. Yeah, and so, again, that's what we need out of Keyshawn Johnson. Um, all right, now – um, with, uh, we're going to get to all of the uh, teams that we need in the, uh, uh, all the teams that we need to root against root for in the NCAA tournament, all of those teams. But first we'd like to send a special thankful. Thank you. I'd like to spend a special thank you to ASU for being useful pawns against Washington state. The only game they choose to win is against a team that Arizona needed ASU to win ASU. Thank you. That was predictable too. I woke up that morning and I, I saw the spread was only five and a half. And I said, hmm, there's something like there's something suspicious about this game. But then ASU comes out and I think Washington State had like seven turnovers in the first five minutes. And you're like, OK, it, the only reason, it, you know, you can't trust the Bobby Hurley team, but that's huge. And I realized that Washington State has three games and they're all at home, but I think they're going to lose another. Arizona might, too, but I, I think Washington State's going to lose another. The, I, You know, sweeping the L.A. schools at home is, is still not easy. That is that is one thing that we applaud uh, ASU for doing. Thankful for thank you for being pawns in all of this. It's going to be funny when Arizona wins the conference thanks to ASU and UCLA. I mean, we got to give it to got to give them a lot of credit. Credit where credits due. All right, Umar Ballo, leader of men. Um, listen, uh, I've probably at times probably been a little bit too hard on Umar Ballo, leader of men, but I've always been a fan of Umar Ballo, leader of men. He is a uh, listen, man. This is definitely going to be the guy that when he's gone, people are going to look back and be like, man, we should have appreciated him more. You don't see dudes and Anthony Cimino, again, a guy you actually like, um, made a point where he said that in the, uh, the double doubles that uh, Ballo gets, these are real double doubles. These aren't 11 and 10. These are like 19 and 14 double doubles. 
I, I tweeted this yesterday, and I'm I'm very confident saying like if Caleb Love wasn't playing so well, Umar Bala is your your conference player of the year. Like right. he to me, he's been the second best player in the conference over the last month or so. You're right, like 14 and 14. Like these are real, and and they're against good teams. Teams know that Umar is is the you know there. Like they're they're doubling if they have to and. Uh, he's been awesome. I mean, he's been really, really good. And I, I still get a little uncomfortable when he gets the ball in the post and he wants to dribble. Don't, that, worry, no, don't want any of that. Yeah. Don't want any of that. Agreed. That's not his game, but the lob game with him and Caleb love it's borderline unstoppable. I mean, that's, that's one of the biggest, that's one of the best offensive plays the team has. All right. Now, do you think that if there is any way to bet on this on the bet MGM sports book app, I wouldn't surprise me if there actually was a little bit of a prop bet. Maybe there was a leader of men prop bet. What say you Jason? Sure. Uh, you know, hey, there should be. Yes, exactly. Here's the deal. Sign up for BetMGM. Use bonus code PHNX. Place your first BetMGM Sportsbook wager through BetMGM Sportsbook mobile app for at least $5. You will receive $150 instantly in additional winnings regardless of your wager's outcome. Check out the show notes for details. We both like the over of whatever it is for Umar Balo, leader of men. Now, game time as well. Let's say that you're not like Sheer and you can't go to all the cool stuff. Or let's say you want to see Sheer in Vegas, but you don't know where to find tickets. Here's the deal. Game time. Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use code PHNX for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account and redeem code PHNX for $20 off. Download Game Time today. Last-minute tickets, lowest prices guaranteed. All right. Now, Arizona, I want a number one seed. This matters to me. Or at the very least, I want a number two seed out west. The three number one seeds are already spoken for. You've got Purdue, you've got UConn, and you've got Houston. Those three teams are not going anywhere. Arizona right now, I believe, is penciled in as that number one seed out west or at the very worst, that number two seed out west. Um, the teams that uh, Arizona need, Arizona fans need to be rooting against, North Carolina, Tennessee, Creighton, and Kansas. Those are the four teams to root against, and those are the only ones that I believe have a chance of being a number one seed here. Creighton? You mean Marquette? I mean, Marquette. Mar duh, Marquette. Duh, <laughs> sorry. Crazy. Yeah, no, Creighton. Yeah, sorry. I was thinking of Bruce. Marquette. Uh, yeah. Yeah, you're right. Uh, look, but in like, I, I'm a full believer that Arizona should be a one seed, but if you look at Tennessee's schedule, like if they went out in the regular season and they move up to one, I get it. Because they still have Kentucky, Auburn, Alabama, and uh, I don't South remember. South Carolina, I believe. South Carolina. It's like if you went out on that and, and you take Arizona's place as a one, I get it. Marquette, if they went out, it, it would mean that they beat UConn, right? Right. Okay, you can make an argument. Kansas, I, I don't think Kansas is a one, but I guess if they went out, you make that argument. Um, yes, but I I don't believe they're I don't believe they're a one as I don't believe they're a one as well. Um, but you can certainly make that case. But again, the one that I'm worried about here is North Carolina and all of this because I don't believe that uh, Tennessee is going to be able to traverse that schedule. I think they're going to lose games. Um, I also, like I said, Kansas, Kansas. This just isn't a vintage Bill Self team. You got a great uh, you got a great starting five, but you don't really have much on the uh, you know you don't have much do you don't have much off off the bench. It's just not a dominating Kansas team. Um, and then. Uh, excuse me, Marquette, you got UConn. I'll let that one. I'm, although I'm fine if they're the number one seed out West and Arizona is the number two seed. North Carolina is the one team that, uh, they're the ones that I really would keep an eye on in all of this. And Carolina is weird when you, when you look at their schedule, like I know they're really good offensively, but I don't, 
I wouldn't mind Carolina's like no, I don't either. in the wet. Like their good wins are are very limited. I, I think at the end of Tennessee, they beat early in the year. That's obviously good, but they've lost to Georgia Tech, who isn't good. They lost to Syracuse the other day, who's not a tournament team. Uh, you know, they lost to Villanova. Who's, it, it's so, yeah, I guess if they went out, but even if they went out, their schedule is similar to Arizona, like Miami, NC State, Notre Dame, and Duke. So they're out of their last four games, only one of them is a tournament team. Here's where I guess I, here's where they're, they're, I guess, I don't want to say I'd rather play a Marquette. I, well, and maybe I'm speaking out of both sides of my mouth. North Carolina's got, North Carolina's got very good top end talent, in my opinion. Obviously, as uh, Brad Alice calls it, uh, uh, Armando Bucat um, is obviously a good, uh, good up front. RJ Davis is good. It is funny that Harrison Ingram is good after he got out of Stanford. Um, hard to believe. They have better, t- they have solid top end talent, but I also think that Hubert Davis, pfft, um, so I don't really worry about them. I would just, uh, like I said, I think I'd rather play Marquette. That's my only point. I'd rather play North Carolina. I think you, but, well, no. I don't know. It's close. I look. The reality is Arizona's going to have to beat one of these teams that they want to make a run anyway. Sure. Right. So like, it's funny. Like I do the same thing. It's like I'd rather play this team and this team, but I just want to beat Princeton. <laughs> like, like I just want right. Like, like I just want to win a first round. And we were talking last night. Like I have no, and I even saw bracketology before we went on air. I have no doubt, Mike, that Arizona is going to be in some capacity a possible second round matchup versus Nebraska. And you know what's funny? Nebraska doesn't stink. No, it, like uh, you're the the what's the nickname for him? I don't want to sound too racist. Nebraska ball. No, the I'm, the not, going, that, I'm not touching that one. You can you can touch <laughs> that one. I'm not, I know where you're going. I ain't touching. Uh, that Kisei, one. we'll just say Key. Kisei is is he's good. Yeah, he's awesome. He's really like, really that's good. A good team. Yes, he's good. Uh, uh, shout out Kobe Thiel. Kobe Thiel has been talking about him for uh, quite a, for quite a while. But I'm also still more, and I know this this is a cliche. I'm also still more about that Arizona just needs to take care of its business because listen, you can't. Arizona should beat all of the teams remaining on the schedule. I don't care what uh, Seth Curry or Seth Curry. I don't care what Seth Davis says about Arizona. I believe if Arizona wins out. And I think I think Arizona has one game. Um, Arizona has one game that they can drop during the regular season and the tournament. Um, I think if you win out, you can win lose one game in the tournament. It just can't be against a bum team like ASU. But I believe there's one loss to play with. And here's the deal, though. Like, and and people, including yourself, Michael, we have to. When did we forget that the conference tournaments have no value? Like they're they they don't impact seeding. True. I guess you could say if Tennessee loses a game and wins the SEC tournament, maybe they're considered a one. But we haven't seen that. Right. That's like true. if Arizona, if Arizona loses to, let's say Arizona wins out the regular season and loses to UCLA in the semifinals of the Pac-12 tournament, that won't drop them. We'll not. Do that. Now, if it's they lose their first game to Oregon State, okay, maybe we consider it. But it's. Conference tournaments in the past have not had that big of an impact on seeding, and it's so it's so much too that sheer uh, sheer. Oh, by the way, I am a uh, uh, sheer, and I will be hanging out. Uh, sheer and I will be hanging out uh, in Vegas, signing autographs. I will be giving the way to Jason Sheer to check it out. All right, but either way, those are the teams that you need to. Uh, those are the teams that you need to keep an eye on. Now, when it comes down to the best team in college basketball, um, 
I believe there's two teams at the if I'm taking Arizona out of the equation. Okay. Taking Arizona out of the equation. I uh I'm not back in the A here, but because I'm biased for the A. Um it sounds terrible. But uh, very, I know exactly there's two very clear teams. UConn and Houston are two clearly yes. the two best teams in the country. It's not even close. Yeah, if, I watched, I'm not back in the A on this. Yeah, I mean, look, when UConn plays well, like when they're on, they're ridiculous. It's it's a bad matchup for Arizona. I watched Houston versus Baylor, and when they're hitting shots like they did in that first half, they're just they're ridiculous. I mean, right. those those to me are, are by far the two best teams in the country. Yes, as a, and and honestly, they're also the two teams that you look at them. Don't want Arizona to face them. No, <laughs> it's also hard to see those teams. Like I look at Purdue, I can see Purdue getting bounced in the round of thirty-two. Maybe not in the round of six or of uh, sixty-four this year, but I can see uh, Purdue getting bounced in the round of thirty-two. Totally, uh, totally possible. Oh, by the way. Get, there's uh, there's a few tickets left for the takeover up in Phoenix. Go to gophnx.com and get these takeovers. We've got a couple of tickets left. Get in there. Get in there. Check it out. Uh, you can hang out with the great Jacob Franklin, who might be up there as well. Um, oh, by the way, uh, we had a super snap I didn't read. Sorry. Um, uh, the Charming Billy. What's up, duders? Bear down. Back the A. You too, buddy. Um, and UConn doesn't stink as smart as you are. UConn doesn't stink. He thinks UConn stinks. Those are the only two teams though, that I can see like not getting bounced early. Like if UConn gets bounced in the round of 32 or Houston does, I'd be like, something happened here. Something, uh, something mysterious happened along the way. Yeah. Uh, there's teams like when I mentioned matchups, like there's teams that are very obvious teams that I like, I, if they're long and athletic, like Houston don't want it. UConn don't want it. Baylor, even though I don't think Baylor's that good this year, don't want it. Like it's right. those are the type of teams that. But again, Arizona's going to have to beat these teams to win the title. Yeah, that's the way it is. All right, now um, let's talk about the point guard situation here. I put out apology for Kylan Boswell. Um, listen, I'm going to still critique Kylan Boswell, um, and I don't think he's been good, but I've been a little relentless on it. I do apologize um, for that. Um, so again. I, uh, some, believe it or not, I didn't play high level division one basketball. And so maybe it's hard for me to really, but I will say this here. Um, when you look at it and somebody on your boards, by the way, where can they find you doing your stuff? Wildcatauthority.com. Our guy Fry Rice with the, the post of the, maybe the season with Dude, the splits and all that. It's wild. I, I don't have it in front of me because I'm too lazy to actually read it because it was super long. But basically, Arizona is like the best team in the world when Jaden Bradley is on the court. When Jaden Bradley is not on the court, they are not the best team in the world. That's essentially what it comes down to. Yeah, but they, it's, it's also much closer than we would have thought when Arizona has to run half-court offense. Right. The difference being, obviously, that Bradley is a superior defender to Boswell offensively in a half court offense, it's probably much closer than people think. Right. And that's why, but you've also been part of that. Uh, you've also been part of that cult that is saying that Bradley uh, has Bradley is a lost cause offensively. You are wrong this year. Uh, here's the problem. Like you're right. We've been like the, not, the no, 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 not me. You no, 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 no. I mean, you're right in the sense that the Boswell stuff has gotten a little out of hand. Like I realized that like after I posted, the the GIF or whatever, uh, and I said it was bad body language, which it was. Like I wasn't yeah. killing Boswell; it was bad body language. Some of the responses were just insane. Right. Uh, like, but like the problem is that in order for that gap, you're right. Like in order for me to feel comfortable playing Bradley, he has to be better offensively. He was awful last week. He was bad. 
Yeah, like, but I also it, don't it, understand why one's getting 27 and the other's getting 16 minutes. Those minutes to me have to be 50-50 at this point. That's fine, but like Jaden Bradley was bad this week. Like the well, problem is it the problem isn't necessarily Kylan Boswell. The problem is a point guard problem. Like Jaden Bradley had five points on two of nine shooting for the week. But I realize like he defends well and all that, so I can kind of live that's with it. That's more than you're getting from the other. No, it's not. It's not. Kylan Boswell is defending like Jaden Bradley is? No, I'm saying Jaden Bradley is better defensively. Offensively, I think Kylan's probably still better. All right, but I'm saying that the gap there is much closer offensively than it is defensively. You would agree with this? That's fair. Yeah. Okay. I just think Arizona needs more out of their point guard position. I don't care if it's Bradley or Boswell. They just need more. And one thing that we can't have happen, I don't want I keep getting people that say this on the post game show and I understand. I'm not putting Caleb Love at the point. There is low Caleb Love, and that's funny. I tell Jamari Phillips dad this all the time. Oh, this, oh, this shouldn't get me in trouble. Listen, when you have an ability to score the ball, you embrace that role of scoring the ball. Have somebody else pass you the ball because not a lot of guys have the ability to score the ball. Caleb Love can do that, as can Jamari Phillips, just sure. Yeah, I think that ball movement slows down considerably. If you put Caleb Love at the point, it doesn't allow him the freedom to get open. Uh, I don't mind Caleb Love, obviously, but I think we can both agree sometimes he gets the tunnel vision. And as a point guard, you don't necessarily want that. Um, but like like Arizona just needs better point guard play. Like the two teams we were just talking about, like Jamal Sheed at, at Houston. That's bad. Like who's like that's Arizona that's had severe wheeler. Yeah, absolutely. And we're not even talking about a, you know, a game breaker or anything. We're just talking about a good, solid point guard, you know? Um, yeah. It just is it's what it is. Now, do you think that uh, these guys have been to the Gila River Resorts and Casinos this year? They're probably there right now before the AS, or they're probably staying there before the well, AS. Pella game. just turned 29 the other day, so I'm sure I assume that Pella is there as well. You do you at Gila River Resorts and Casinos. Visit play at Gila.com for more details. A fun, authentic experience and some burrows. Sure, I always forget. Have you had uh, some burrows before or no? Uh, no, but I, maybe I will on Wednesday right. for the game. Let some burros cater uh, your next meal, big or small. Order online or find one near you by visiting someburros.com. Family owned and operated, all kinds of good stuff. America, Arizona's most beloved Mexican restaurant. All right, in about 10 minutes, we got. You know what's funny about your, your age joke? Pella, Pella's really only 23, I think. Jose Perez is 26 years old. Dude. Not only that, who's the who's the doofus on ASU? Uh, or not ASU? Uh, uh, who's the doofus on Oregon that I found out was twenty six or twenty seven? Yeah, uh, the dude from Georgia, right? Well, how old? No, how old's Jermaine Quisenart? No, right? no, that's who it is. Kuznard's like twenty six or twenty seven. It's one of the two. He is twenty six. What are we doing? What are we doing? What are we doing? twenty three. He's a senior. That's normal. That's not that bad. He's a year, but Jose that Perez, when you watch him on Wednesday, he's got a little gut. He moves he, he, like he's almost thirty. I'm yeah, not- that, that is that is very very funny. I do agree, do agree with that. Um, but Arizona to me should smack ASU. Um, it is funny when you watch ASU just for a minute. Like, and I actually watch Javon Quinterly still is in college, I believe. By the way, who's the woman Quinterly? Are they related? I would assume all Quinterlys related. Javon's at Memphis. Yeah, okay. Not, he sucks. Um, yeah. <laughs> Um, but uh, what were, were we talking about? It was something very important. Uh, you think that <laughs> you think I'm laughing? Uh, you'll like this, Erica. If Erica's still in here, uh, Adia just apologized for all the people she accidentally blocked. 
All right, let, let's talk about that just for a second. Coach, this is my opinion. Adia Barnes is wildly more successful than I'll ever be. <laughs> you don't need to go on Twitter and block 10,000 people. Everybody on here has probably been blocked by Adia Barnes at some point. And like Brian Peterson. I don't even think that Brian Peterson has ever no. talked bad about Adia Barnes. It was an accident, but away from the person stuff, we, we should shut out the women's team. That was pretty wild this weekend. That was very, very good. That was very, very impressive. And it's uh, very good about, uh, it's very good that you have the, uh, you have a beat writer now for Arizona women's basketball. Sheer branching out, having Scott Schlittenhardt as a senior editor covering football, having Erica Day covering Arizona women's basketball. You're expanding beyond belief. People can only look. I'm even going to the Pac-12 tournament this year. Like we're all over the place. I get full credit though for bringing you your uh, your uh, your AIDS. Oh, that sounds terrible. I get full credit. Yeah, you gave me AIDS, Mike. <laughs> Jason, just your AIDS on the AZ Wildcats podcast. Uh, but no. Uh, <laughs> oh, by the way, I listened on the radio. I listened to the entire. Arizona women's basketball game against California yesterday. It was a blast. I will say this. I plan on what listen, not watching, listening to a lot more of Arizona women's basketball games on 1290. So here's the deal. And I'm not, I don't mean this in a, a negative way at all. So if you're listening to this, this is not negative. Shelby and I for weeks, months have listened to women's games on the radio because the play by play guy is, Let's say passionate, right? Very passionate. Like, passionate. And it is funny. Like, it's just funny. It's a, it's a great listen. I suggest you guys all listen to it. Like, we will literally drive around. And, and Mike finally listened to it. And he calls me. He's like, oh, my God. I was like, I know. I've been trying to tell you. Dude, this guy is this guy is absolutely Derek Palmer, great dude, but he is fantastic. Like there is a play where the ball got knocked out of bounds or like a foul or something, and he says, "Oh shucks, they really called a foul on that." And then he said, "She got knocked down on the keister." Um, and th- he's uh, like a fan calling the game. So if there's a bad call, like he's yelling, "Like what an awful call!" And it's like, <laughs> "Yes, that's what I'm thinking." But you know what's also great too is there's like 40 second pauses for no reason, which just totally makes it awesome. Again, I am I, I messaged Sheer immediately and I said, "Do the women's basketball team they play on different days than the men?" Which is the case. I will be I will be listening to this uh, every single game. You have a new lifelong fan there. It's it's wildly entertaining. I oh mean, yeah, and like it's but like honestly, like it's funny because like Ben White and I once when we drove to L.A. we were listening on satellite radio to all these announcers and Brian Jeffries to this day yeah. is still the most professional one I've ever heard compared to the other. Like you've got guys screaming, you've got guys like yelling at the refs and Brian Jeffries is just very even keeled. He's, he's the goat. Have you told, uh, have you told, um, uh, Cody James Martin, your esteemed uh, Cody James Martin. About <laughs> that, was this? The worst, that was the worst take I've ever heard. We're not going to even get into that, but Brian is the goat. Brian is very, very much the goat. All right, but I will be listening to uh, I will be listening to all Arizona women's basketball games on the radio from here on out. Derek Palmer never changed. That was fantastic. I just don't know. It's funny because, and I don't know a lot about the women's game. Um, uh, to put it mildly. Um, <laughs> I don't even want to really get into this, but I thought the game was over 40 seconds or 40 <laughs> minutes in because he says, well, we got two minutes left to yeah. play in the game or two minutes left. And I'm thinking the game just started. He said two minutes left to play in the second. And I'm thinking to myself, it, I was just tuned into this. So 
It's great. It's a learning <laughs> process for me. Uh, it's a learning process for me. Um, by the way, uh, no, I have multiple degrees. Hold on, somebody here. No, I did not go to ASU. The U of A, but Totri is coming on here. Um, and we're going to make fun because that's maybe the funniest bet that I've ever seen somebody lose. Um, all right, real quick with football, football, Jason Shear. Um, we got to talk about this for a second. Uh, Takario Davis is at practice. Takario Davis is going through everything with the team. All indications are that Takario Davis is back, but I will tell people that you don't, uh, he's in the portal still. He can still leave whenever he wants. Things look good, but so far, I mean, no news is good news, but he's still in the portal, Sheer. Yeah, he's in the portal. Like, I I just, he could literally leave in, in the next minute, you know? Now, do I think he is? As of now, no, he's going to go through spring ball. That would be my guess. He goes through spring ball, and then he'll make a final decision if he wants to stay in the portal or not, but I think it's too early to say he's definitely coming back next year. It just yeah. until he's out of the portal, it's a you know who knows. It is now again. I think he's operating. Yeah, no, the portal that that's the key. That's the misconception. Dennis Walsh, the great Dennis Walsh. The portal. You just have thirty days to get in the portal. Once you're in the portal, you can essentially stay in the portal for the rest of your life if you want. I just got a text that Brandon Ashley was Japan's player of the week. I didn't know he was in Japan. Uh. Yes, like like that's the big misconception. You you had it too, Mike. You you can stay in the portal as long as you want. Yeah, which to me that's kind of stupid. I'm all for players being able to do whatever they want. Um, but uh, at the same at the same time, you know, I let, let's be honest here. And if you notice, like Arizona, for instance, notice that spring game is a little later. It's on April 27th. This is all uh, it's all strategy. Every team's doing it because there's another portal from April 15th to the 30th. Right. So it's all strategy. All these teams now have late spring games and all that. All right, Erica and Kobe, you two, you're, you take your love fest offline. This is a serious show that we're talking about. Keep it, keep an eye on the kids out here. All right. Um, the, uh, all right. But so that's the deal with Takario Davis so far. So good though. But, uh, he's given him an open, he's at least not putting his Jersey out told, uh, telling him to be, uh, telling him to buy it as he plans on going to another school. Um, all right, now back to Arizona, and then we're going to bring, we're bringing in Totri here to talk about a very funny bet. By the way, Sheer, uh, you're, are you good for tomorrow? Uh, yeah. Excellent. 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 Um, all right. Now, as far as, uh, back to Arizona basketball for a second, um, the, uh, the bench, um, one thing that I really, I thought was really kind of the trump card for this team was their bench, um, you know, their bench play outside of Jaden Bradley. Again, Mount Crevis had some good games. KJ Lewis has gone into the toilet. Um, I still believe KJ Lewis is going to be a lottery pick, but he's definitely hit that freshman wall. He fouls all the time. Arizona's got to get their bench uh, up to, more up to par there, Jason Shear. Yeah, I asked Tommy if KJ's hit that freshman wall, and he didn't seem to think so, but I, I do, right? Like, he's yeah. just he's fouling a lot. He looks lost in screen action. They They need a bench. They need something out of him. Uh, that is a worry in the tournament, not necessarily because I think Arizona needs to go deep. It doesn't in the tournament. It's if a guy gets in foul trouble, like he's got to be able to come in and play and and not, you know, be a negative. And right now, I don't know if he, I, I wouldn't say he's a negative, but he's not the positive that he was a few weeks ago. Oh, yeah, no, <laughs> that was that was awesome. I'm getting mean text messages from people right now. I don't understand. That was the, oh, the kids. Come on. Um, all right. Now. Uh, let's talk a little bit about. <laughs> All right, now let... hold on. What are you? Arizona say? didn't. Arizona didn't. Uh, 
Didn't drop as much as I thought they would. What did they just drop to? Six. You know what Bruce? Guess where Bruce put him? Because I was I had Bruce on the radio earlier today. Guess who Bruce had? Uh, uh, guess who Bruce had uh, on the show? Or I, not on the show? Guess who? Bruce I would had say Bruce had Arizona at eight. Bruce had Arizona at seven. I asked Bruce if he dropped him out of the top ten. Yeah, and I he said it. it was a really difficult decision, but uh, but he decided, but he decided not to. Okay, now, um, uh, now let's see here. Uh, let's uh, let's get into a little bit of um. Hold on. All right, dude, these kids texted me. Um, all right, now, oh, let's get these reads in real quick. Uh, let's see, what do we want to read? Oh, geez, oh, geez, Jason Shear, have you had OGs lately? I have not. I got to let my dog out. You do your read, I'll be right all back. All right, yeah, 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 OGs. Check it out, OGs, my friends. Uh, to learn more about OGs, gummies, and where you can find them, head on over to ogsbrands.com. You will thank me later. Um, yes, that Ryan Mitchell, that uh, that Philly B pass was absolutely atrocious. That was not good. Um, the Philly B pass, you remember the Philly B pass at the end of the game this year? Let Philly cook. Dude, just let Philly do his thing, man. Philly that lost was- a lot of people money. Yeah, Philly did. That was terrible. But we love Philly on this show. Um, and uh, what else do we got? Uh, Arizona Lottery. Sure, have you ever won the Arizona Lottery? Multiple times, Mike. That's why I'm going to Vegas this year. Dude, I know. Exactly. Arizona Lottery. All right. The Arizona Lottery is not just about playing games and winning prizes. It's about community like Jason Shear. Uh, all right. Now, it's time to give back to the state and its communities. Visit azadventure.com for more information on how you can uh, take an adventure for a chance to win $1 million in cash and travel prizes. All right. Now, this is going to be a lot of fun. Um, generally, uh, I know that Tow Tree drives you guys all up a wall. Um, but, um, Totri did something that was very, very, Totri did something that was very, very funny this past. Hold on. Uh, Sheer, you come on as well. Hold on. <laughs> All right. We got this. All right. Totri, um, Totri, just fill in the people what happened. Cause you went viral this weekend. Last I looked, I said it, you had something like 4 million views on a tweet. What is, what is everyone talking about? Anthony Totri. They are talking about how uh, I had the luxury of spending a whole 12 hours at a local Waffle House because I lost my college fantasy football league. Okay, so but tell the people, though, that the the gist of the bet, because it wasn't 12 yeah. hours out, because you yeah. bargained it down, pardon the pun. Yeah, so you have to, uh, the challenge, the Waffle House challenge is common, common fantasy football uh, punishment, right? So last the last place person has to spend 24 hours at a waffle house. And for each waffle that you eat, you get to subtract an hour from your overall time. So I got there at eight 20 in the morning, uh, feeling very, very confident in my abilities. I asked Damon, um, he, or Damon asked me what I thought I was going to be able to accomplish. And I went in thinking 17 waffles was going to be the goal. Um, and I'll tell you the first three went down easy. It was, I, by all means, I thought I was going to be out of there by lunchtime. Um, <laughs> waffles, waffles four and five were, were, were all right. Um, you could start to, f- I, I felt like the bloatedness of it all. And then just waffles six, seven, and eight, man, they will forever haunt my nightmares. Um, it's those three waffles specifically that have made me hate, like pretty much all breakfast pastries at this point. Okay, so how did um, just, you yeah. then, how did you consume waffles 9, 10, 11, and 12 then? Did you take I know that you were reading Tom Brady and uh, uh Kobe Bryant emotion or uh, <laughs> uh, uh um uh, motivational videos. Yeah. 
Yeah. So there was at, for waffles five, six, seven, and eight. There was no syrup. There was no syrup because it was just it, I, the flavor of it just consumed my mouth. You know when you like drink too much one night and you wake up the next morning and all you can taste is that liquor. Yeah. That's what it was, but with waffles for waffles five through eight. So after eight, I took a solid like two hour break. I stood up, like was able to walk around, like just needed to even myself out a little bit. Shout out our partners at OGs. I, I partook in that. Um, the, set, the back half. So you asked me how nine, 10 and 11 and 12 went. Well, I ordered a side of bacon with nine through 12. That way I could take a bite of a waffle and then have some bacon and just get the flavor out of my mouth. That's right. how I was able to, to push past it and get out of there in 12 hours. Now, how much time did you spend on the toilet then? At, at the waffle house? Yeah, at the you, waffle house. Utilize the waffle house toilet. I, I, I mean, I, I didn't, I didn't utilize the, the waffle house toilet. It's a good thing. My roommate's been gone uh, all weekend. Um, I'll just, I'll just leave it at that. Just leave it at that. <laughs> okay. All right. So you took, you took care of this, but Totri, we also have to thank you though, for some stuff. You guys oh were very God. useful for Arizona this week. Um, not often that we root for ASU on this show, but yeah, Totri, you guys did yeoman's work. You were very useful for us on Saturday. Thank you very much. Yeah, I know uh, you were in the diehard discord a little bit earlier saying we're all rooting for ASU, obviously, because that would help uh, U of A's quest for for a higher seed in the uh, in the Pac-12 tournament. So I was I was kind of I was iffy about it, man. At the time, I was like, ASU really has nothing to play for. Right. So beating Arizona, all it does is make life a little bit easier for you guys. So I was on the fence about it, but I'll be completely honest. There was a point in my day where all that I could think about was waffles. So I had, I didn't have Arizona State basketball in my mind until the one and only Doug Tamaro decided to join me at the Waffle House. Uh, oh, Doug showed up. Doug showed up. Doug showed up. He had we we had a blast. Talked ASU hoops. Talked. Uh, Damon was there. We had we had a bunch of folks. Jesse from the PHNX Diamondback show. We had a bunch of people come through. Uh, it was definitely a good time, man. But yeah, ASU, ASU doing uh, the most ASU thing ever, right? Getting absolutely mollywopped and then beating Washington State. You do realize how lucky you are uh, that Doug, how good Doug Tamaro is, correct? You do realize Doug that Tamaro is a really, legend. He, there, there has not ever been a better SID in the entire country. It's just impossible. You can't be better than Doug Tamaro. It's just impossible. Hey, man, I'm on the train for uh, Dougie T for AD. Okay, we got an athletic director opening here at Arizona State. I'm all, I'm all for Doug Tamaro. Put, put him in that position, man. Sheer, you know who Doug and Doug's very close with, even closer with than you are with who? Uh, Kyle, right? No, 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 no. Sean Miller. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Pittsburgh. They were childhood buddies. Would you, yeah. Yeah, could ASU hire Sean Miller? Would you be okay <laughs> with this? Uh, I mean, seriously. What are we Sean doing, Miller... Mike? What are we doing? <laughs> <laughs> and would Sean Miller take the job? Let me ask you guys that. Oh, my uh, gosh. You would definitely not take that job, but it'd be really funny. <laughs> What if Doug Tamaro was announced as the AD? Would he take it then? Uh, Doug's got to fix NIL. <laughs> um, all right. Yeah, that's that's probably fair. All right. Real quick before we then sign off, Totri, Arizona ASU, we got you again this week. Um, yeah, we do. Oh. One thing, though, that I want to do uh, confront you on with Sheer here is a take mm -hmm. that you had that did not go over well with the U of A community amongst many things. Shocker. Yes, <laughs> you would rather have Jaden Rashada than Noah Fafita. Make your case. I think uh, I think Jaden Rashada has more. He's a higher ceiling. 
He's got the the intangibles in terms of the height, the uh, the arm strength, things that you just simply can't teach, um, that you're simply born with. Uh, I understand Fafita had a better season, but I think if Rashada were able to get the level of development and have the the style of season that I think a lot of people anticipate him having or wanting to have, uh, I think his ceiling is just overall higher simply because of the things you can't teach. This is actually very funny. Uh, Totri would also sleep with Bobby Goldberg over Kane. <laughs> That's right, crazy. So you're, on, so you're on record as saying, though, that you would rather, for sure, no joking aside, you would rather have Jaden Rashada going forward than Noah Fafita. This is correct. Correct. There you go. Okay. All right. Totri, you're doing great work. Where can they find? Where can they find you later on? <laughs> Anthony underscore Totri. Uh, the Sun Devil show starts at noon. So I, I know there's a lot of Wildcat fat fans in, in the in the chat that find their way be over to our show at times. But uh, definitely hop on over. Hop on over. Be nice. You can banter as much, but be nice. Totri's a good dude. All right. For Anthony Totri, for Jason Shear, I am merely Mike Luke. Hold on, I'm having to operate this by myself, and I'm technologically insufficient. Hold on just a second. You've been with, oh, by the way, get those takeover tickets. You can go hang out with Totri and uh, all of the cool people there, uh, Arizona ASU, this Wednesday. Get those takeover tickets. Only a few left. You've been listening to the AZ Wildcats podcast. <laughs> We're all silly like the mayor. 